Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kellen Patterson on the video. Kellen Clan. And there's a rise like a Karaba of the other Karaba. And we are people who talk Midwest muscles. And if you, you, and only you, are a sick person who happens to not use drugs and probably does all kinds of fitness stuff and trying to do really good in life with your friends and family and probably drive a bus or maybe some kind of back truck or what, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I was yawning. <laughs> a Mack truck, do I oh, scream? I didn't mean to bore you. Know, you know, you weren't boring me, but my husband has getting, been getting up at the crack of dawn for several days to go hunting, and, of course, he does his best not to wake me up, but I always wake up, and so I'm I'm feeling the fatigue. But anyway, like a mad truck through ice cream, sugar. There we go. <laughs> so check us check out. Check us out at com, and now let's chat with the banter. Now, we started out with a great, like, energy and happiness, but the, the topic might take us down just a little bit simply because everything that's happening right now is like one more thing to to dampen somebody's day. But we're going to find a way. We're going to find a solution that brings light to even this dark tunnel. Uh, Dad, you want to bring us in on what we're talking about? Well, uh, yes, I would love to bring us in on what we're talking about. But before I go that far, I, you know, has anybody, did anybody out there see Kaylin's, uh Work your work your pouch video this morning. Get off that couch and work your pouch. Did anybody see it? If you saw it, send us some uh, send us some uh, some love we there. We got some thumbs up. Uh, some thumbs up there. And and if you saw it, can anybody guess what my new hashtag is going to be based on what he said today in his workout? Okay, you guys think about it. You think about it. Because basically this the hashtag that I pulled is is very appropriate to what we're going to be talking about tonight. And if you were uh, with us earlier this week, we had referenced just ever so briefly because something had caught my eye and distracted me for a moment. But it was a post about a coach who had, um, you know, post updates of her clients and has the misfortune of experiencing fit shaming, not necessarily for herself, but for her clients and for more than one where they see the pictures of their results and instead of being supportive and uplifting like, you know, most normal people would be, they're on social media tearing these people down because of the way that they are changing their physiques either by saying that picture's not true, it's photoshopped, what are you doing to yourself, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And... And so we're going to we're going to tackle this again tonight because even though we've talked about it in the past, trends that's not really going anywhere. People still feel the need to make others feel bad because in my opinion, they just feel bad about themselves. And so that's what it comes down to. You know, we've got fat shaming and then we've got fit shaming. And yes. you know, no one should ever be fat shamed. But no one should ever use us as an excuse to not better themselves, which I think some people do, you know. 
um, it's one thing for someone to be derogatory and just rude and tear someone down because of where they are in their physical state of health, but then to hide behind that as an excuse to not change yourself when you know you're not the healthiest that you could be and it's detrimental to your well-being, that in itself is also wrong. And then on the flip side of it, we have people who are making that change, are, you know, working to be fit to improve their health in whatever manner. And I'm not saying there's a stereotypical look because people who, you know, may not necessarily be the stereotype of someone that is on the cover of a uh, fitness magazine, you know, their average person just making changes in their lives, they're getting fit shamed as well because of the changes that they're making. And that in and of itself is is unnecessary as well. So we're going to talk about this a little bit now that everyone knows how I feel about the whole topic. But uh, in case you uh, you didn't pick up on what my mystery hashtag would be at the beginning of Kayla's show, I didn't even get the 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 um, reference as to how this statement came about. But the first thing I heard was, "Just shut up, <laughs> just shut up," and that's my answer to. Uh, the fit shamers out there. Hashtag just shut up. Uh, take it, it away, Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I had a, I've, here's the thing. We're, there's a lot going on and there's a lot of negativity, but there's a lot of combative dialogue that's going back and forth. And that's why I was saying just shut up because if someone has the knowledge that you need to know, it would be better if you shut your mouth and just listen, basically trying to show that you're at that level or beyond. Because if you're there to learn, it doesn't really matter. It's irrelevant. You're there to learn. So it's time to be quiet, listen, take all that information in, digest it one day or two in your mind and soul, and then come back and have a response if you want to. But not always, you know, well, I know this and I know it's not that time, you know, that, and that the Bible tells us we, have, we, we live in seasons. We have a season to do this. We have a season to plant. We have a season to harvest. It, there's, there's always a season, and, and sometimes we don't season ourselves to the part of learning. And it, it always amazes me how we want to show our intelligence, but basically show a flawed intellect of doing so. So I, I just, I was listening to a conversation yesterday, and I was reflecting on Denny Shea. He's been on our podcast. People be real talk. He was my he's my gym dad, and whenever he was talking, my mouth was closed, and he had to wait for me to basically respond because I'm waiting for more information to come out of his mouth. And that's how you know, in the, in the seven years that I, I was able to be around him and interact with him daily, where I gained the knowledge for fitness and 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 health. And he has a, a plethora of information. <clears throat> he has. Uh, I think six doctorates and seven masters in, in the human body. So there was hmm. nothing I could add to what he was going to say. It would be a waste of space and time. And, and teachers, whether they want to admit it or not, are short on time. They have so much knowledge, but they're being pulled in so many directions that their time is very precious. And we need not waste it with running our mouths with stuff that they either already know or have forgotten to know because it's basically so subpar to what they know now that it's it's not even worth remembering. So that's what the, the what I was talking about because we, we're getting in our own way and it's shameful how we're doing it. And 
you know, with speaking our mind, sometimes we find out there's not much in there to to speak about. So that's what that point was about. But it, it also interacts with what our topic is right now, which is the fitness shaming, because people that don't know are saying things they shouldn't, only to basically dissuade or stop the person that's gaining or improving from doing any more gains or improvement. And and that's it's really sad. And I, I used to see it with the guys trying to go after the women because they basically didn't want to get beat up by the women that they liked. And sometimes it was just because their ego and pride was hurt seeing a woman lift more than they were. So, you know, I was, I was, oh, I was, that became normal in the gym and, and we could shut it down because, you know, with the, the gym elders, uh, back in the day, they, they stomp on idiots like that. Uh, now it's coming more from men on men and women on women, and so there's kind of a, a breach on that because people don't know how to respond because are they homeboys, are they joking? You know, I don't know what's going on. And then there's the, the locker room banter where they're taking away from somebody's hard work and effort by either saying they're using or uh you know, something's not right or, or the fake weights. I mean, we had that, I think, about, what, three years ago where that fella had been caught with his fake weight, 45 pounds, which happened to be maybe 20 or 15-pound weights designed to look like a 45. So, you know, all that stuff's floating around, and because of all the ignorance that's being shamed, shared, it's it somehow awoke, awoke, awakened again to where it's, it's almost believable because there's so many stupid conspiracy theories out there that this has somehow found a way to get back into the the mainstream conversation. And for women, I'm seeing it more so than with guys because, you know, it's kind of a, a neither here nor there with the men, but the women are being shamed by their families, being shamed by their peers, in the gym and especially the ones who are just coming in uh, not really knowing the routines and watching these women basically bust their butts and, you know, pick up and do and move just like what quote unquote the men are doing. And for some reason that is causing friction in, in their own personal lives and envy and jealousy that's rearing its head for everyone to see. And it, it's, it, it need not be. It just need not be because we're, we've got enough negativity going around. We have enough issues going on with the pandemic and COVID and deaths and, and bad health and, and, and all the other things. We don't need to address this right now. This is something we could put on hold. We could really put this on hold. I, I would rather just stop talking about it forever and, and yeah. be more positive for each other and get more encouragement. But this one is so minuscule. I can't believe that it's it actually gained enough traction to be a statewide thing in gyms. I know there's a uh, a kickback against gyms being open because we're so dirty in Germany. I get it. It's not true, but I understand. You see people sweat. If they're sweating, they got to be dirty. If they're dirty, they, they can't be clean, and, and sickness and death must fall right behind them. But that's the, the furthest thing from the truth. Um I would be more cautious of the dispensaries, of the bars, of, of all the other places where you, you're you not in your right mind and you're prone to do something 
that might be unhealthy. But if somebody's basically trying to gain health and improve it, I don't see why they would take a risk on, on putting that in harm's way. What do you think of that? I have no idea either why they would take a risk to do that. The thing that comes to mind um, in just listening to you is that I think there are a couple different le- levels of fit shaming, but it but it all oh, comes yeah. down to the same outcome because if you take a look at what the Urban Dictionary, because the Urban Dictionary has all of the correct definitions for terms that are not in the Webster Dictionary, but the the definition for fit shaming in the Urban Dictionary is that claiming that people who are active, healthy, and God forbid have the slightest care about their physical appearance are terrible, shallow people. So there's that. So there's, you know, and, and okay, let's be real. Some of them are. They are just shallow people, and they're out there posting pictures mm-hmm. left and right of themselves and their muscles because it is all about them. So there is that. There is that, but that's not that's everybody. True. And then there are those who are, you know, truly just genuinely trying to be motivational, B, are making that change from one aspect of life to another where they're moving from, you know, a position of little health and not really being happy with themselves to one where they are making those changes, seeing results and feeling proud, but yet there are still people coming at them left and right. And um, and then, and maybe this is the third level where, you know, as Kaylin said, women women get the brunt of this, and especially those who lift weights. And and this category, I think, is specifically for competitive female bodybuilders, or just maybe not even competitive, just very active females who like to lift weights. And then they get hit upside the head that they're too manly; they're going to look like men. So either you are a terrible, shallow person, you're be not getting the results that you. Uh, not truly getting the results that you're showing in your pictures because that's not true, and why would you do that to your body anyway? And then here the dogs go. We're small to chime in. Or third, if you keep lifting like that, you're going to look like a man. And and it's yeah. all different angles, but the end result is the, is the same. And I think the the heart and the mentality of the person issuing those insults or quote-unquote shaming remarks is the same too, even though they're coming at it, coming at different people from different perspectives. You know, it's the same candy bar, just in a different wrapper, and it's not necessary, as Kaylin says. You know what? You don't need those extra calories, so just leave the candy bar alone. Let people do their thing. And if you don't like it, turn a blind eye. Don't don't look at it. Yeah. Well, I, I always like the idea that if, if it's personal, if it's about you, I mean, true, like, honestly, not, not going in somewhere basically to get everyone's attention. I, I don't, I'm not talking about that about you kind of person. I'm talking about the person who's had the health care, who found out, you know, there's a genetic defect in their, in, in their family lineage, and if you don't address the, the, the health side of it, it's, you're going to succumb to whatever genetic issue that is is in your family when it's personal and and you go in there and you do your thing and you leave it's not about anything else other than taking care of your own body Uh, I've always 
it, it took a long time. It, it took a really long time for me to open up in the gym because really I didn't see anybody else there. And I'm not saying it to sound rude or, or just harsh or anything like that. I was there because I wasn't in the shape I needed to be. My focus was on getting to that goal, and I wore hoodies, uh, headphones, sunglasses, whatever I could to basically just keep away, stay away from me. I'm in here to work and get the heck out of there because I got something else to do and somewhere else to be. And it was one of the salespeople for Gold Gym that finally had reached out to me because they'd seen, you know, my work ethic and, and seen what was going on. And, and they said, you know, you're the kind of person we need at the gym because you're not trying to harm others. You're not putting anybody down. You're, you're putting the weights back. You know, you're, you're, you're very polite. They've, they've been watching me for about six months before they uh, come over and talk to me. But just the engagement in that kind of changed my mentality because if you don't have good people speaking up, then bad people usually do. And that was my call because, you know, this is something that I know is true in my heart because this is what, what God teaches us to share the good news, you know, because if not, then somebody else is sharing bad news. Look, look, look at all the social media. Look at all of it. And, and you see it being done daily, and it's, it's done over and over again. And then your one little post, your one little comment can change somebody's day because you spoke life, and this is what they're, they're hungry for, but they're not hearing it. They're just hearing and seeing shared bad memes, shared bad topics, and shared bad crap. And, and it's the same thing in the gym. If you don't sit there and, and, and speak up, about, you know, living life in a healthy fashion, then you do have the all about me person that's taking the selfies and they get the focus and attention because they don't see another alternative or another option. So while we're trying to stop fitness shaming, sometimes we have to speak up for the silent person because a lot of times it's the new member, it's the person that doesn't know how to sit on the machine or stand correctly when doing a movement or, or a function. And we should be more uh, bold and for for those people because it's not fair to them to basically try to respond when they don't have a response to respond with. So uh, I I, uh, I love our gym. I'm going to plug Fit Body You because this is something we do not allow. And with trainers walking the floor, our ears are always open and our eyes are always keen on, on people that don't know what they're doing and we can get to their get to them and there before any issue might arise. But there's also the understanding that they're not going to ask questions. They're ashamed to ask. And with the bully system that we have currently in this nation, I don't blame them for not wanting to speak up or out. So, you know, how do we, as, as, uh, as, as elders in the gym, protect the people that are unlearned and protect the people that are unknowing, that they just don't have a clue to what they're doing from the, the bully system and the spit shaming because it's, it's very real. I mean, I'll be honest about that. It's very real. And it's not, you know, every now and again, I mean, it's, it's more, we're, we're a very hypocritical bunch anyway. And to see mm-hmm. all that happens when we should be basically supporting 
more. I love the natural bodybuilding community because of that. I wish we had more of that in the gym. No doubt. I mean, I wish we just had more of that all around and everywhere. And because um, there really is no reason for it. I mean, aside from personal issues, it's a personal problem that individuals are, um, you know, making someone else's problem. And I know that they are going to want to say, well, free speech and I can speak my mind. And, and yeah, 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 definitely can. Yeah. But if it's, if it's yeah. hurtful, what's the need to share it? What's yeah. the need to share it? Because if somebody had something about said something about you being overweight, well, then all of a sudden, whoop, it's fat shaming. But if it's the other way around, nope, it's okay to do that. And, and it's really well, not okay. I, 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 you just reminded me of something, and it, it was in the enhance, it was at an enhanced show where the husband of the wife that was competing was really ripping really ripping into the people that were not in good shape, uh, you know, what he felt not up to par next to his wife. And he felt, you know, it's part of the, the business to, you know, speak out about stuff like this because they don't need to be up there. And then someone had commented that his wife looked like a man, and he lost it. And I'm thinking, what's the difference? What is the difference? If you're ripping into people, then you open the field for everybody to rip on you or anybody you know. And he was so mad. Uh, you know, he wanted to – if he saw the guy at the next uh, uh, show, he was going to beat him in the audience. He was just so ready to play. And I was thinking, what did I miss? Because you're laying in, in taking pictures. And you know these people putting these people's faces from uh, the, the the journal or, or, or the show, taking pictures, snap screenshots of them, and saying, "Look at this person; they look horrible, and this, that, whatever, and they're ugly, and this, that." And then one guy said, "Well, you know, it's kind of hard to understand when I thought your wife was a man with a wig, and he was oh, no. Yes. So I was thinking, well, what's the difference if if it could you know, with the stuff she was taking, she was taking on masculine features. So it was kind of weird to see how, you know, a person, you know, how dare you talk about my wife? How can you say, and I get it if it's personal, but somebody else is on the other side saying, you know, my wife almost died of cancer. And, you know, she had to lose all this weight. And then one of the dreams was to do a show. She, I mean, she didn't know it was enhanced or, or natural. She wasn't aware of those things yet. But she decided to step on stage to, to, you know, celebrate the fact of being cancer-free and losing. I mean, and granted, you know, even when you step on stage, there is an understanding that you're in a competition. But if you're only six, seven pounds over what would be considered a great physique, then if that's the show in your region that you can do, by all means, step on stage and, and, and show what you did. Because you don't really know what you're uh, competing, who you're competing against, until you get to that venue in the first place. Like, like you said, as you know, there was a promise there might be seven competitors there. When you got there, there were two. You just don't know. And if she was at the peak of her life and ready to basically start her family again with her husband and her kids, and that was the show that she could do, you know, to celebrate the, the, 
I mean, that, that's a big deal being cancer free. I've seen so many, and I've had so many friends and family members that have died of cancer. And so if she could get past that and in the process lose all that weight and get muscles and, and, and have abs, and you know, so I just didn't understand how you could be ripping her to shreds when when she had overcome cancer, and then you at the same time somebody say that your wife looks like a dude in a wig, and suddenly, you know, this isn't fair, this isn't right, how dare you talk about somebody that's so close to me and, and, and this, that, whatever. How do we equate that and make it balanced where you say it's fair for you but not fair for anyone else? Yep. So I feel like this could be just a really short show and just be like, knock it off. Just knock yeah. it off. It's, it's bad form. It's bad form. And it just doesn't stuff. just happen just on social media or just, you know, your everyday person that's out there or, you know, your bodybuilding competitor that's out there doing their thing, but also in nas- national media as well. I mean, this goes back quite a quite a few years ago, but maybe you remember where um, – Oh, I do. There was, I know exactly. There was a mom. Um, there was a mom, and uh, I think the last name was King, but I don't really remember. And she was an Asian mom. Well, Asian. I only put out the point that she's Asian from a standpoint, and that might help jog your memories of who the individual mm-hmm. was. But it was a mom, and she had three little kids, and they were all within like a year of each other. But she had, you know, gotten her body back into shape. She was fit. She had taken a picture, um, you know, showing herself. And she had on, mm-hmm. you know, workout clothes, exercise clothes. You could see her abs and all of her three kids. And basically the caption was, what was your excuse? And she was basically torn to pieces. Yes, she was. taking that picture and for that article. And I feel like around the same time, um, there was another mom who was clearly pregnant and she was taking a picture like she was in the position to um, do a deadlift. And mm-hmm. she was ripped to shreds for that as, that as well. Um, you know, either from the perspective of, well, not every mom can, you know, you know, not every mom knows what to do or has time, and that's just a disgusting photo, too. Um, you're endangering your baby. And, you know, clearly this was a woman who lifts weights all the time, you know, and maybe the picture showed her with a bar with heavier weights on it, but it was a picture. She hadn't even lifted it, and I'm pretty sure at the time of reading it, she was she was used to lifting far more than that. And there's nothing oh, yeah. that says you can't you can't lift weights while you are pregnant. Now, if you get pregnant and you've never lifted weights before, well, no, you should not be a doing exercises you don't really know how to do, or you know, lifting exactly. a weight that you haven't worked yourself up to. I mean, there is common sense and there's a way to do it, but there is nothing wrong, from my opinion, and anyone can disagree with me, and I'll battle right back with them with a mother who is expecting that is in good health. Um, from lifting or exercising. And there are a lot of women's bodies who bounce back after they have children. Um, you know, it all just goes back into how well the pregnancy went, how what your health was before you were pregnant, uh, what did you do to maintain that health while you were pregnant, and then what were your habits coming out of it? 
I mean, it's all reasonable, but these women were just torn to shred because that's not the image the public wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think, you know, like you said, they're talking out of ignorance. And, you know, it, to me, if somebody doesn't want to do, they're going to rip you to shreds for doing it. And if they, you know, I, I remember um, back when when I was in a relationship and, and the lady was always putting information that was just terrible to her friends, you know, just ripping me down. And, you know, in, in my presence, just talking just as nice as can be. And then when it seemed like something had gone wrong, and I just remember this lady coming out of the woodwork, shared the post, ripped me in half, and then found out everything was basically fraudulent and wrong and a lie. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, hey, I, I, I want to be friends. I made a mistake. And I was like, no, no, you got me the first time. We're not going to be talking anymore after that because you're sitting in the wings waiting for that I told you so, and I want no part of that. You know, you showed yourself. Thank you for showing yourself, and now let me show you the door of my life because you got to go. And uh, she wasn't happy with it, and I really didn't care because, you know, the whole thing is I know he's a bad person, and I'll wait years to find out that he is. And, And there are people on this planet that, think that way, which is shameful and sad that they're spending so much of their time in life worrying about others' lives that they can have no effect on. And if they can't control you, a lot of times they'll say very disparaging things and try to destroy you in the hopes that you listen to it and believe it. So, you know, it's it's sad. It's a reality. But as long as you hold on to who you are, because if you know who you are, if you had parents yep. that born into you life and love, then you don't have to worry. If you have a God from up above, then you don't have to worry because they can't control that. They cannot beat God's love. And it, as much as they might try, they will only destroy themselves in the process. And uh, there's a good scripture that says, touch not mine anointed. And and so if if you've been anointed by God to be his child, then take take joy in that because there, there's nothing, there, there, people are going to say stuff. People are going to do things to try and take you out of your joy, try to take you out of your happiness, try to take you out of your peace. It's up to you to let them do it. You have to allow that to happen. I, I remember they used to say people could steal your joy. No, they can't. But you sure can give it to them. You can, you can give your joy. Yeah. You can give your happiness. You can give your peace. But they can't steal it. They can't take it. If you are in peace, if you are in harmony with life, you're going to be fine. It'll It'll sting. No doubt about it but it won't destroy you. And amen to that. Amen to that. I'm going to move us along here. We've got a question from Linda, and this is uh, this is yet even another angle of fit shaming. She's asking, how much tension is it really between enhanced and natural bodybuilding women? And, uh, Kaylin, and you and I were talking earlier, and I feel like you had heard from someone who had an example where um, – as a natural natural bodybuilder, she was being, um, you know, basically, I guess, insulted by harassed. the enhanced community. Harassed is yes. a better word by female bodybuilders that were enhanced, basically telling her that, you know what, you are an embarrassment to us because you are so small. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's yet that's even amazing. another another 
you know, facet of this whole topic. And who would have thought that never would have entered my mind whatsoever that that would even be a thing. But yet here it is. And, and it's sad to say, um, there's what, what do they say? It's always just under the surface. And I, I can tell you about the male side of it. Uh, Joe Myers, uh, the Flex Williams, Anthony Pregnano, back when he was still a natural, and myself used to work out at LA Fitness. And we had a ball. Kimmy Arnone would come down and, you know, get on us about posing and stuff like that. And we would just have a ball. It would be basically two hours just laughing and fun. Well, if, if it's that way, you're going to get attention. Flex was getting ready for a show. Joe was like maybe three weeks away from a competition. Anthony was getting ready to do the the DeKalb show. And I was going to be getting ready for the Great Lakes uh, Supernatural. So we all had a goal. And we were all making sure that we all got there. Lots of good support. Uh, we had a juice bar there. The guy that owned the, the spot really loved our energy and would have us over at the bar and uh, giving us sandwiches and, and, and just having us hang out so the people would come over there and converse and sit at the tables with us, and it just gave him business. So, you know, everything was just going well. Well, it got a lot of attention. Uh, with the Enhanced, they were really a little bit frustrated because they're more, you know, going at each other, and, you know, it's me or you, whereas we were, it's all of us improving. And there was this enhanced fella that just, he just got so mad, so mad. And he came over and he said something that I'll never forget. And he said, you know, if if you're not juicing, you're not working out. And we were like, Mm -hmm. we're at the juice bar. So, you know, you want a smoothie or, or, you know, you want the mango? What what kind do you want? So, you know, we thought it was just cracking a snide joke that we weren't getting. But he was basically telling us if we're not doing steroids, HGH, or tests, then we're not doing effective workouts. And I was very shocked by that. And I really didn't have a response because I was like, where did this guy come from? Because I knew him. I knew him in the gym. We were coming, LA Fitness at the time was my home gym. So I knew everybody in there. I was interacting with everyone in there. And it was very shocking that he would come at me like that because we were laughing and giggling about, you know, all the games we were making. And he was like, you guys don't look nothing like me. How are you talking about games? How how can, how dare you say that you're fit or you're muscular? I mean, he was really pissed when he came over and said it. And Joe Myers, uh, God bless him, uh, he's a construction worker, and he's all, all man, I'll tell you that, because he stepped in that guy's face, and he didn't punch him. He didn't yell at him. He didn't cuss him. He just broke down natural lifting, the importance of being healthy, the kidney, the liver, the heart, the lungs, the, you know, the tumors that he doesn't have. And he just going at him with knowledge. And by the time he was done, the guy was ashamed that he'd even made that choice of drugs because now he's basically got to live with that the rest of his life. And uh, even when he tried to compensate by uh, doing a show, he realized, you know, the trophy that he won was against other people that put their lives at risk. And I remember he just came back to the gym. He had his uh, second place 
trophy in, in his, in his uh, I think it was height and weight. I don't, I'm not sure about NPC because I don't really interact with him. But he had the trophy. He left it at the juice bar and went home crying. And because he realized, you know, all the all the life that he would have in the future was being stripped of him by himself. And that was hard to see because, you know, this kid was maybe 23, 24 years old. And, Des, I don't know if you remember our guest that was 26 years old and it started using at 18. And now yep. at 26, he could not have children. So, you know, I get why they, they're so ashamed. They're, they've made a bad choice. I don't know any drug addict that would sit there and try to shame a person for not using, using drugs. But we see that in the enhanced community all the time because there's so much, their, their appearance is basically much more than our appearance is to us. When I walk past the mirror, I can walk past it. I don't have to see if the drug that I paid for is doing its job. When I, you know, get on a scale, it doesn't have to be 10 more pounds of muscle to justify the drugs that I paid for. When when I'm standing next to someone, I don't have to size myself up to justify the drugs that I paid for. So I can see the angst they might have for people that aren't using. And I, it's almost probably equal to the shame that the person that's out of shape has. For, for a natural athlete because, you know, you've done something with your life that I've chosen not to do so. And it frustrates me because even like, even six years, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. There's people walking I'm sorry. But, you know, there, there's the option of, of what you've done with your life and a lot of time, envy and jealousy stem from that because there's six, seven years down the line where, you know, you ask a natural athlete, well, how long did it take you to look like that? Well, it's not an easy answer because there's a lot of life that got in between there. So there's six, seven years of, of building and, and working and consistent, you know, focus and a goal in mind. Well, now you have a person that's basically already depressed, not happy. And they say, well, I can never do that. I've heard it on the floor. I've heard it uh, with people saying it uh, in the locker rooms. And I've heard it with people saying it as they're leaving the gym. Well, I can never do that. And that's that's the statement you never want to make. You can always do that. Yeah, you've got to start later. But it's not the end of the world. And you don't need to have the anger, the frustration, or the jealousy or envy that comes with that bad, depressed state of mind. And, and Deb, I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, no, without a doubt, without a doubt. You know, not as extreme as maybe some other instances that you've experienced, but it's definitely there. And, you know, folks, there's, again, there's no reason for it. If you feel no. moved to downplay someone because of, again, how they look or you know, you did, just instead of projecting your anger insecurity, just take take a moment to self reflect and be like, man, okay, I I'm not happy with where I'm at. So instead of making excuses, I'm going to hold myself accountable. Instead of tearing someone else down as a reason um, to make myself feel better, 
let me work on another route of making myself better and get to the place where they are. Especially, I mean, if they're not being jerks, if they're being humble, if they're being nice, if they're being hospitable, you know, even if they're just minding their own business, it doesn't call for your animosity because of your own personal insecurities. I mean, and really, that's all I can I, I can come up with. The mm-hmm. only reason why one would fit shame someone else, it's because of some personal insecurity that they are they're just not dealing with, and so they're projecting onto everything around them, and they're not taking responsibility. And it may be something mm-hmm. that if you're listening and that's you and you don't want to hear it and you're getting angry and you feel that tension build up in your jaw because that's where the tension builds up in me. When I'm getting mad about something, I always feel it in my jaw, so I must be clenching my teeth. Um, you mm-hmm. know, take a step back and assess why you feel that way. What is the real reason you feel that way? A, because someone is reminding you of something that you're not doing by either their activity or what they're saying that you know you should be doing or could be doing better. And then fix it. Ask a question. Get some help. You don't want to ask somebody, then you know what? Go out on YouTube and find something to help you get started, anything. At this point, I'm even saying go follow a YouTuber and Instagram or if that's what's going to get you going. But just get going. Get going. Improve yourself. And, and and just shut up in the process. And just learn shut something. up. Learn something. Jealousy is an ugly trait. And really, health and fitness is not something to be jealous of. You can have it. You can have yeah. it. Grab it. Go after it. But you got to work for it. The person that you're shaming is working for it. You don't get it just because you think you want it. You have to go after it and work for it. That's the only way. Even if you get a surgery or try to take some kind of pill, at the end of the day, if you want to keep whatever your short-term results are from your short-term fix, you're going to have to do some sort of work. Yes, you've got to work for it. No one can give it to you. If they give it to you, you lose it because you don't know what you have. You gotta work for it. I've seen Dad step on stage, and and everybody was yelling and screaming, and I was yelling and screaming too. But it didn't change the fact that she was the one up there doing the work. So, you know, it's nice to to appreciate someone, but it shouldn't ever turn to jealousy or or envy because they win. And I, I I would always know the person to watch. Because they wouldn't say, oh, I'm so happy for Desiree. They would say something like, oh, I never have stuff like that happen to me. And then you say, wow, she won overall. I never win something like an overall. I mean, it's always just something that doesn't sound right with the win or happiness for someone else. Oh, congratulations to her, but I know nothing like that will ever happen to me. You know, you've got to be careful of those people that speak in that fashion. Because those are the ones you need to get away from. And either sit them down and have a conversation, that real talk, P for P, yeah, I just love. And, or you could sit there and, and step out on faith and, and let them know straight up, you got to change your ways. And if you're going to be around me, I serve the Lord. And he doesn't speak this way, so you can't either. Either way, 
do your thing and change someone's life for the better. Because allowing that kind of speech to leave people's mouths and not saying anything only gives it a chance to grow even worse. And it's it, it totally is deflating. I mean, you know, from my own personal experience, I've had people say, well, she, the only reason she placed that well is because, you know, she's on a, she's on a podcast. <laughs> what does that have right. to do with the price of tea in China? China. Because I have not placed well and placed well. You know, they're trying to infer that it was given to me just because I, I happen to be on a show. I didn't earn it. Not whatsoever. And so what is that? You know what? It takes what away from the importance of what you've done. Exactly. You know, and I can attest for the the meal prep, the going without, the hours in the gym, all of that stuff. Put it in just like everybody else. So think twice but, before you say something demeaning about well, someone else because for some reason, in your opinion, they didn't deserve it. Who are you to decide what someone deserves, what results they reserve, what le- deserve, what level of health they deserve? Who are you to decide that? Yes. And why is Pretty sure you don't pay any of their bills. Yeah. And why is anybody listening? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Now now that we've covered that topic, I want to get back to the point of the tension between the enhanced and the the naturals. Like I said, it's it's not everybody. Uh, we share a common place, the gym. We share the common things, the weight. But other than that, there's not much interaction between the enhanced and the naturals as far as, you know, hanging out and stuff like that. Because where we go to supplements and food, they have the time when they have to go to the drugs and the pharmaceuticals. So, you know, there's a, there's a common respect um, between the people that are lifting, I, I for me personally, uh, like I said, I had a dad that was a cop and a mother that was a nurse. I'll say this a hundred times over because that's why I know what I know about what that stuff does to a body and a mind. And so it was never an option. But I did get to see growing up their lives unfolding and when I say unfolding, I mean falling apart. Like someone had pulled the, the stitch that finally just made every all the seams fall out. And I've seen the physiological. I've seen the psychological. I've seen the physical. I've seen the domestic. I've seen the, the, the hospital interactions. I've seen the amputations. I've seen the exploded heart. I feel nothing but pity because I know where that's going. It's not like I don't know the end of the road. I've seen it since I was seven years old. This is nothing new to me. I grew up in the understanding this is not an option in my life because I know it will take it for ending. So it, it's sad that, uh, you know, people make that choice. But as far as tension, my heart goes out to them because it hurts to see them being patted on the back or being rewarded for lifting a little bit heavier or being uh, posted on and shared 
about these massive lifts when I know the end game is death or dismemberment or amputation or basically some kind of physiological or psychological addiction like any other drug and then families destroyed or children abused. These are the things I see, not what they're doing in the gym, what's happening to get them to the gym, what they're willing to forsake to get there. Because we've even talked about that on the natural side. You know, if it's tearing up your family, you shouldn't be in. You shouldn't be competing. If it's destroying who you are as a person, then maybe you do need to to take a step back because it's almost like an eating disorder mentality. It's not for everyone. Basketball isn't for everyone. Football isn't for everyone. You can't be forced to be on the field and you can't force yourself out there. Because you say, I have a wish to do this. Like Dad says, if we're not working for it, then we're destroying something we shouldn't. And that's no way to do Or someone. Or something. And it's not worth it. It's never worth you not being the best you you can be. And I wouldn't compete if it was destroying me. I wouldn't be around all this stuff if it was taking away from uh, a mother's love or, or, or being around my family for Sunday or, or, or church or, or basically where I never have time for anything else other than bodybuilding. You, you'd better check yourself really quick. And a lot of times the envy and the jealousy stem from the neglect that we should have been doing. And because of that, we find something wrong with the person that found a successful way to do it. And we got to take a step back and really do some self-reflecting because we shouldn't be hating anyone on this earth. We should be loving and supporting everyone we What do you think of that? I think that's exactly right, and I have got nothing else to add. So last thoughts right. on tonight. Well, I know if people actually chose Snickerdoodle instead of Chocolate Way, they'd be more loving and giving. I think that's uh, protein shaming right there. I, I think we need to uh, oh, to reflect oh, 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 oh. On, to reflect on Look that right there. Look at you with a quick comeback. Oh snap! <laughs> hey, I, I I bow to that one. I bow oh, to that. Cute. All right, guys. So on behalf of uh, Chocolate Way for the win and Snickerdoodle Snickerdoodle Protein Lovers everywhere. Snickerdoodle. And uh, those who would rather uplift Name their neighbors and tear them down, <laughs> Galen Patterson, myself, and the boys from P for P Muscle, your body is a temple, so let's build it. <laughs>